welcome to the radio show brought to you by womenaboutbiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday. This is Queen Trina, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. Well, hello to everyone. I trust and pray that you had a wonderful weekend and that you are now ready to literally make some things happen this week, right? Here we are in the second week of October. We're at the top of the second week, right? And as you know, October is five weeks long. So if you haven't already, it's so important for you to go ahead and take a look at your goals, your business goals for the month of October, right? And then you also want to take a look at planning out your strategy for the following new year. Now, all of that doesn't necessarily happen in October, but you need to go ahead and get it started. Now, I have some clients that started their strategy in uh, at the end of August, early September, and they're now uh, implementing and getting things ready uh, to really go strong in January of the new year. And I want that for you too. And so it's very important to understand why goal setting is essential to manifesting anything that you want It's important to believe that whatever you desire to happen in your business, that it can happen, that God already pre-installed within you the ability and the powers to make things happen. Whatever you purpose in your life, if you think it and believe it, it definitely can happen. You cannot allow yourself to forget that. And this is why it's so important for prayer and meditation in the morning and preparing your mind for greatness because you indeed have to be the first person to tap into your own personal power. Yes, queen, that is so very important. Let us go ahead and go to God in prayer, thanking him for this beautiful day. Thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning mm-hmm, and to have yet another day to accomplish our business goals. Bless us, O Lord, as we pursue being queens of our organizations, queen of action, and queens of leadership. Lord, let us not procrastinate, Father, on our business goals and our tasks, but we want to be steadfast, unmovable, unshakable, O Lord, because we know that as a child of yours, as a child of yours, Lord, we know that you gave us the talent and the know-it-all to make things happen for ourselves, Lord. And so we thank you, Father, and we are not going to take that in for granted at all, Lord. Father, we ask for a special blessing over all of those women that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated and not sure which way to turn, Lord. Father, we ask for that special prayer over all of those single moms and women out there who are homeless, many of them, Lord, with 
small children living in their cars, Lord. We're living in a tough economic time, Lord, where things seem to be doubling in price and moms just cannot afford it, Lord. Father, we ask for your divine intervention. We ask for your prayer, dear Lord. And Father, we ask you to send them the resources, Father, and to send us, Father, to them that we can help. We thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we embrace and accept all of those blessings that are yet to come. Thank you so much, Lord, for this radio show, Successful Woman Radio, and for all of our listeners that support the show. Father, as always, I ask for a special blessing to give me, Lord, the words of ready recollection, Father, the words that I need to say that is going to bless um, the businesses of our listeners, dear Lord, give them aha moments and better clarity. Father, it's in all these things that we ask in your son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. And I am just so I am so excited for so many of you who have reached out to tell me that you are indeed setting your goals, that you are making things happen, and that you are are understanding that importance of goal setting. And I will be pushing the importance of goal setting throughout the rest of this year, and it's going to be an integral part of Successful Woman Radio Show's Uh, moving forward because I realized, again, that as women, we may know what goal setting is, but knowing and setting that goal is something totally different. Now, today, we've got a special uh, topic for you again, and we are going to be discussing five ways to overcome the fear of goal setting. We haven't really delved deep into um, fear and looked at, you know, all of the things that women deal deal with uh, with goal setting and all the things with, that women deal with in everyday life. So we're going to be talking about uh, those things. We're going to be talking about that fear. And so this is a great time to identify your pen, your notepad. It's also a good time to flash over on another line and call at least one other businesswoman. Bless her life today. Say, listen, girl, you need to get on Successful Woman Radio. Queen Trina is going to be talking about, you know, goal setting and fears and how to overcome that and why goal settings. Goal setting is so very, very important. You know, no matter how many times we hear something, until we are ready to take action, then what we hear, um, it, it's just words sometimes. And not all the time does it fall on deaf ears, but a lot of the time, you know, as women, we can have so many things going on in life. We're trying to do so many other things that we overwhelm ourselves. We overwhelm ourselves to the point that when it comes to our own business, something that we birth, something that we, we created the idea of, um, we have a hard time putting pen to paper, writing it down, and making it plain, and then taking action on it. So again, we're going to be definitely talking about, you know, fear and how to overcome it and why it's so very important and what we need to do about that. I want to remind everyone, if you haven't already, our Crown Club is fully open. If you haven't, I would love for you to go ahead and join us. You can join as a free bronze member. Simply go to member 
dot womenaboutbiz dot net. So again, you're just going to put that word member in front of the Women About Biz URL, member, and then a dot, womenaboutbiz.net, member.womenaboutbiz.net. You're going to go there and you're going to sign up for our free bronze membership, and then you will be automatically in our family of business women that are working and striving hard to make it happen in their business. We're all uh, moving towards becoming better queens of our own empire. So very, very important. Uh, I want to remind everyone who is participating in the goal setting program for the month of October that we will have our open office coming up this evening at 7 p.m. Again, open office is coming up this evening at 7 p.m. So what is open office? Okay, well, there's nothing like knowing you're in an environment of other positive businesswomen who are also working on a task or working on their goals. Um, And that's what open office is. Maybe you have something you need to work on. Uh, Maybe it's a task. Maybe it's something you need to review. Maybe it's something you need to take action to. Whatever it is, you can work on it between 7 and 9 in our October open office. Now, we have two this month. We have one on the 9th, and then I believe we do again have another one coming up on Monday the 23rd as well. Definitely, definitely make sure you mark this in your calendar. And there's nothing that you have to be prepared for, for me, for the open office. Everything that you need to do is all on you. You're going to be working on whatever it is you want to work on. Hopefully, it's a task that you will be able to complete within a two-hour time frame. Now, I will be there in the open office if you need to um, get some feedback on something, bring something, brainstorm something for two or three minutes, um, or whether you have a resource that, that, that you really need um, assistance with, I will be there where we can pull to the side, either via phone or in another room in um, Google Meet. So again, that's this evening from 7 to 9. Make sure that you are SVP in the portal so that you can receive your event link and um, be, be connected to us all. So again, that's open office, 7 to 9 p.m. this evening, the 9th of October. Well, the fall leaves are coming on in here. Um, It's such a beautiful time where a lot of people are now feeling cooler weather across um, the U.S. And, you know, it's also reminding us as the season is changing that we, too, must make some changes in our business. We, too, must make some things happen, and that's very important. The one thing that I want you to take a look at also is looking at, you know, the five questions of business leadership, because they are going to help you to make the necessary changes. Um, The five questions of business leadership was designed to help you set your business foundation. Now, for those of you that have been in business, you know, three to five years, and sometimes even longer, um, it's not uncommon to say, I need to, I need to go ahead and, and set my business foundation, because, you know, I've been running this as a side hustle, but I haven't haven't really gone full out with, 
you know, doing some of the things that are mentioned in the five questions of business leadership. So again, questions are really for anybody who needs to make some things happen. Now, this is normally how the five questions of business leadership will work. As you hear the questions, your responsibility, write it down, write those questions down, and then answer, getting your quiet space, right? You don't have to answer them as I'm calling them out and sharing with you uh, about the questions. You can ask these questions of yourself, first of all, as often as you need to. And then normally when you answer these type of questions, it is going to spark things that you need to get done in your business to help you to set that business foundation, okay? So let's go ahead and get started. Five questions of business leadership. Question one, have I set my business foundation, okay? Now, this is a very important question. Why? First of all, let me say this. I had someone ask me a question. Does the business foundation always stay the same or or are there different things that will come up in the business foundation that need to be reset or what have you? Okay, so for the most part, the business foundation will pretty much stay the same, but as you scale your business, you may have other new things that you need to add on top of the foundation, right? You, uh, things that are going to help the business to scale and help the business to grow. When you set a foundation, what you're trying to do is you're trying to make sure, first of all, for example, in, in construction, that the grade of concrete is secure and correct, right? Now, what does that mean in business? It means that as you're laying your foundation, you want to make sure that you're not taking shortcuts, but that you're doing it correctly so that you won't have to go back and you know, and have the foundation relayed, right? And I have had to relay my foundation a couple of times only because, you know, I have learned my lessons in trying to take a shortcut. So here we are in question one that says, have I set my business foundation exactly? What does that mean? Well, I have identified five core areas that you really need to take a look at as you set your foundation. Number one, are you a legal structure such as an LLC or a corporation because you're going to go the nonprofit route? Do you have your tax EIN? Just these simple things are very important. The second core area for question one about setting your foundation is, you know, are, are you strategically planning your business, meaning are you planning your business with purpose and are you able to focus and have that clarity? Um, and a lot of business women are not clear right now on where they're headed for, you know, fourth quarter, yet alone just October, right? And so strategic planning is one of those things where you are pinpointing and focusing on objectives. These are things that you really want to happen, and you are going to plan out the map on just how is this going to happen. Now, goal setting is a part of strategic planning, but here are some questions you might ask yourself as you are building a strategy. You know, what do I want to experience in my business this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and my goals for my business? What am I willing to do? How can I be that better CEO, right? How will I implement the task to support my goals? Meaning, 
I can set goals all day long, but without task, nothing gets implemented. And then number four, who am I going to delegate the task to? You've got to be able to delegate. You, you know, you can't be the long ranger. You can't be an isolated island all by yourself and think that you're going to do everything all by yourself. As a matter of fact, this is one of the things that as business women, we tend to have um, a challenge with, right? We want to hold on to the baby, the, in this case, the business that we have birthed, that we have created. We want to hold on to it so tight that we won't let others hold the baby and help us to l- help the baby to grow. And that's just not what needs to happen. A lot of this is because we are not clear. We are unsure. We want to hold on to our, our, our idea because it makes us feel good, but we're not taking action on that idea, right? So again, Strategic planning is really all about taking action. It's all about creating that blueprint to get you from A to B, whatever that might be for you, okay? And then core area number three is in asking yourself, have I developed my power team outline, right? So the power team outline is basically you getting in your quiet space on paper and figuring out what are the professionals that I actually need to have on my team that can help me get certain tasks completed or certain projects, certain goals and projects completed? Who are these professionals that I might need? You know, do I need a web designer? Do I need a copywriter? Do I need someone who's a very good article writer? You know, do I or do I need someone? who can um, write really good sales copy? You know, who is it that I need? Do I need someone to help me with my website? Do I need someone to um, design some graphics for me? Do, do I need someone to um, run customer service for me? You know, who is it that you need? And once you know who you need on your power team, then your next phase is to go ahead and write out detailed descriptions and outlines for your expectations on that particular goal, task, or project, right? It's for you to give really clear directions to whomever you are going to delegate that to. Now, if you decide to keep a task um, to take care of it yourself, the one attitude that you should not be having, or I should say the one thought path you shouldn't be having always is, oh, well, let me go buy a book and figure out how to get this done. You know, um, sometimes, you know, you're not, you may not be techie. You may not be that techie person who can catch on after a tutorial for 30 minutes. You got it and you're off um, doing, doing a particular task. Sometimes you may need other people to actually help you get things done. And that is, that is why delegation is so powerful. But what you don't want to do is that you don't want to you don't want to continue to hold on to all of the tasks that you have and going week after week, month after month, and sometimes even year after year saying what you're going to do, but you never get it done because these are clear indications that you need someone to assist you with getting things done. And this is something that we as women really have to overcome. We have to overcome and know the difference between, you know, 
nurturing our business and holding our business tight to us and letting it go enough so that someone else can help us with it, right? Oh, yeah, we got to let somebody else hold the baby. We can't just sit there all day long and hold the baby because the baby is not going to be able to grow up properly and be able to, you know, grow to a point to where we can hire other people to become those managers. We may even think about hiring another CEO so that we are chairman of the board and that we're not doing as much, but we are still in that ambassador role. So again, this this is a very important process here that we're talking about when we talk about delegation. Um, and when we talk about keeping the task ourselves, we just have to be sure that we can perform that task and make it happen and not hold on to it just because we think it costs too much to hire somebody or we just don't want to let anyone in. So we have to really look at that, okay? So I just talked about strategic planning. We're going to move on to core area three in question one of setting that foundation. Core area three is have I developed a power team outline? We talked about that. Uh, so let's move on to core area four, automated marketing um, in our business. This is key. Have to ask ourselves, have I automated marketing in my business? Why? Because marketing automation is that part of business where normally if you've had to ever do it manually before, it can become grueling, especially if you have more and more and more people that are opting in and wanting something that you have, right? And, and it, it gets you confused when you're having to manually do everything. So automated marketing is all about utilizing a really good CRM platform, which CRM stands for Customer Relations Management, or a really good email marketing system that has um, somewhat of a CRM built into it. So you want that email marketing system platform or the CRM. They both have mar email marketing platforms. You want them to be able to automate processes. So if you someone signs up for something, you want them to be able to automatically send out a welcome email that you have that you created previously. You want them to then get uh, send out another email maybe two days later. And over a period of 30 days, you may have set up anywhere between 10 to 15 emails that are scattered out and goes out to that individual. You don't have to keep up with the, who, who needs to get one because that is all automated in the system. And then you also want a software, right, where you can actually, you can write a funnel down and then go add all the funnel steps. Uh, and, and have that piece automated as well. And the difference between, you know, kind of like an autoresponder and a funnel is that usually an autoresponder is going to have a shorter period of time, depending on what it is that it's responding to. And you have already pre-created, you know, email, short email letters to respond. So maybe some, like for example, maybe someone filled out a form for customer support. You've already set the autoresponder to, to give them a confirmation that, that their submission has been received and that someone will be getting back with them shortly. That's a quick autoresponder. Whereas in a funnel, the funnel is a more thought out process, right? It's a process that says, for example, from the time someone 
um, opts into my compelling offer until they purchase a particular book, these things are supposed to happen in between there. They may get a text and then an email, um, and then they may get their third email that's coming to them within five days. I may also add a, um, a couple of worksheets as an added value for them. So again, a funnel is something that's been it's been well thought out, and you're determining that between someone opting in and and between that and the results you want to happen, what stages should they be going through in the funnel? So that's what that funnel is. And so, again, that's all a part of um, automation. And you can make that happen in your business. Now, you guys know I've always recommended to you MailerLite because after trying several email marketing platforms, I determined that MailerLite uh, had everything but did not have that cost that the others have, but it works just as well. So again, take a look at MailerLite, M-A-I-L-E-R-L-I-T-E. Okay, last but not least in the five core areas of question one, have I set my business foundation? Is core area five, am I prepared to receive the money? Ooh, this is a powerful one, right? Am I prepared to receive the money? Because, you know, you may have done all that you thought you were supposed to do, but you still got some things missing in in being able to receive money. And so this is where you should have your business checking account set up. This is where you should have a bookkeeping system set up. This is where you should have a merchant account, right, to set to accept credit cards. And this is where you should get acquainted with the cash flow analysis. You should know how to do that, okay? For those of you that are members of the Crown Club, uh, if you go into our library, I do believe if you look under business templates, you are going to see the cash flow spreadsheet template. Um, It's a PDF that gives you the links to the template and also the template instructions if you want to know more about that cash flow. So again, for those of you that are in the Crown Club, you can just go log in and go to library and then click on business templates and there is the cash flow spreadsheet template for you in there, okay? So now that we have actually covered um, all of the the five core areas within question one of the five questions of business leadership, we are now moving on to the rest of the questions. Here's question two. What are my top three business goals this month? Okay. Very, very important. We're going to talk about this in a little bit, but what are your top three goals this month? The way it really works out is that you'll have one week to accomplish each goal, all of the tasks that are associated with each of the goals, And then you'll have a week to tighten up everything um, and take a look at uh, anything that still needs to happen in order for those, any of the goals to be um, accomplished. So, you know, again, this this month you've got five weeks to, to make that happen, right? So, again, normally you do a week per goal where you are working on all of your tasks for that particular goal and you are not working on any of the other goals. You're working on the, the one goal that you have chosen for that week to tackle, and then you are plotting all of the tasks out, 
delegating tasks if it needs be, and you are getting things done because you've already plotted it out on your calendar. You've set proper space and time to tackle those tasks, right? Here's number three. Do I have my power team in place? Now, remember, in question one, in one of the core areas, it's, it's the question is, have I developed my power team outline? That means have you even identified who these people are supposed to be? But now this question in question three is saying, do I, do I have it in place? What do I need to do to get it in place? And then here's number four. Am I being consistent with marketing and communications? Remember, the question in core, in core area four in question one said, am, you know, is my marketing automated, which is different. But in order to be consistent with your marketing and your communications, um, you will need to complete each month um, a marketing content schedule, uh, but you also need to make sure as it's described in, in question one about the foundation, is you also need to make sure that your marketing is automated because this is how you will become consistent, okay? And lastly, in the five questions of business leadership, you have number five, on a scale of one to 10, what's your belief level? Your belief level is tied directly to your actions. If you're taking actions, you should see things being accomplished. You should see your to-do items marked complete. Things are getting done. Now, I have had people to challenge me. And recently, I've had businesswomen to, this is the common thing I've had some businesswomen to say, is that Queen Trina, do you honestly believe that one doesn't believe or is not at the right belief level if they aren't taking actions? Because sometimes things happen. Sometimes things get in the way. Sometimes things are out of our control and it gets in the way. Well, all I want to say to that, okay, that comment is when you find things are always getting in the way, right? When you find yourself always having a reason as to why you're not getting something done, um, then you've got to go back and you've got to really do some self um, some self evaluation. You've got to go back and you've got to take a look at you and where you are um, with your belief system altogether. Here's the thing, and I've said this before, and it was hard for me to hear it, and it may be hard for some of you, but an excuse no matter how valid, is still an excuse. A reason, no matter how valid, is still an excuse. And at some point, you have to stop accepting valid excuses from yourself, and you have to start getting things done. Case in point, using my own self as an example, um, this week past weekend, I had thought about the fact that I needed to schedule some time to review my book outline. I'm writing a book, and I say, you know, I really need to review the book outline, and I know that I have ignored the time slots that I allotted for myself. I ignored them twice, meaning I missed one time slot, moved it to another time slot, missed that time slot. What's going on there? What's going on there? I had to actually really spend some quiet time with myself this past weekend 
Um, and here's some of the things I discovered. I discovered that I have some fears about this particular book coming out, right? I discovered that uh, I was definitely uh, uh, procrastinating, that, you know, I had no valid reason. I didn't even have valid reason or valid excuse why I wasn't reviewing and getting those things, getting that done. And 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 it dawned on me as I wrote some thoughts down on paper, it dawned on me that what I was writing on the paper, I was trying to write in excuses as to why it wasn't getting done. And I stopped and I said, you know what? I'm just going to stop right here because I see how the mind works, okay? The mind is always going to, the subconscious mind is going to always give you what you want. Your beliefs or lack of belief lies in your subconscious mind. And it is more powerful than you ever would want to think, more powerful than your conscious mind, by the way. And so I realized that I was giving into something going on in my subconscious mind. So I stopped and I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to review it right now. How about that subconscious mind? I'm going to go and I'm going to review it. So as I started reviewing, I really, it reminded, it gave me a renewed strength and it reminded me of why I was writing the book in the first place and why there should be no fear in writing that book and why I needed to move forward. Not only did I review it, but I also made many changes to the outline, which were a lot stronger. And I now, in a couple of hours, have a strong outline when I was procrastinating twice. You see what I'm saying? So you have to, that, so my answer to anyone asking me, do I really believe that our belief level is tied into our actions? Yes, I do. I believe that 100% of the time you will find out what's going on with you if you're willing to uh, face the actions you're not taking, if you're willing to look at why you're not doing certain things. Because if you are taking action, it, it literally uh, validates and convicts your belief level in that thing. There's nothing that you wouldn't do to get that done, right? You've, you've worked on something before that you really wanted to get done. It was very, very important to you and you were going to get it done and you wouldn't lay up until you got it done. Well, that's, that's, that's belief. That's, that's what belief feels like, right? So when you are not getting something done, how is it that I'm not taking action on something that is so important when I'm taking actions on other things, the other activities, then then there's your answer that, you know, you, you have a fear somewhere. Something is going on. And regardless of what the valid reason might be or the non-valid reason might be, at some point, you have to get to the point to where you're tired of accepting excuses from yourself and you have to move forward. So that's what this last question is all about, is you uh, putting yourself in check, you holding yourself accountable. On a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level, okay? If you're falling below five, sixes, and sevens, if you're falling below that, um, then you know, okay, something's going on. I'm standing still. I'm procrastinating. I've got some work done, but not all of it. What is happening here? And so, again, this is a very important question that requires you to always ask it of yourself. 
Always put yourself to the test. Always hold yourself accountable. And nobody can do that better than you. So there you have it. The five questions of business leadership. Ask them of yourself as often as you need to to make things happen. If you've just tuned in, you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show. I'm Trina Newby, your host, business success coach, and definitely a queen who is building her own empire. Again, I want to remind everybody that the Crown Club is fully open. If you'd like to be part of the Crown Club, go ahead and get involved. Um, by going to member.womenaboutbiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra, dot net, member.womenaboutbiz.net. Go ahead and go there. Uh, When you get to that page, click on the red sign-up button uh, or log in if you're already a member and um, get yourself settled in and then go down to goal setting and make sure that you join our goal setting channel and that you participate By the way, I did do a video of the October uh, goal-setting planner. So if you didn't watch that video yet, please watch that video. Um, If you haven't printed the planner out and gotten it started for yourself, I... I have been entering in my journal entries, uh, and I it, I'm really excited uh, to do it. And I like I feel in control. I feel I have clarity, and that's what I want you to actually feel. And again, our open office will be this evening at 7 p.m. If you have not RSVP, please log into the Crown Club and RSVP for the open office so that you can get the Google Meet link and join us. Okay, so for those of you who are new to Successful Woman Radio, I want to first of all thank you so much for listening and tuning in to the show. I want to thank the person, um, if you had someone that referred you, I thank the person who referred you. Again, Successful Woman Radio is all about you. It's all about motivating you, encouraging you, inspiring you to create a successful life, generating that income that you desire. And so mark your calendar. You know, go into your Google Calendar, your Outlook. Mark your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon Eastern, okay? Just go to your calendar, mark it as a recurring event, and put in that block Successful Woman Radio from 12 to 1 every day. Just remind yourself, and even if you don't get a chance, I'm sorry, not every day, but every Monday, and even if you don't get a chance to listen to us every Monday, remember, once you become a member of the Crown Club, you have the previous broadcast right there at your fingertips that you can listen to, whether it's on your phone, your notepad, iPad, or your, um, your laptop or your desktop. It's conveniently there for you to listen to it, okay? So again, don't forget. And for those of you that are longtime listeners, you know, go ahead and put Successful Woman Radio in that time block between 12 and 1 p.m. Eastern time and then uh, set it as a reoccurring event so that uh, it will always be there to remind you. Now, we're getting ready to go into a very uh, important topic as we look at goal setting really being um, the, you know, laying that foundation for all manifestation to occur, right? 
um, I'm going to talk about the five ways to overcome the fear of goal setting. This is very key, overcoming the fear of goal setting and why it's so important, okay? So the first thing I want to read you, okay, is a, uh, is a quote from Nelson Mandela that says, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. Let me just read that quote one more time because it, it means a lot. Della said, I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. You see, as we go through our daily lives, we're going to face so many challenges. And oftentimes, a lot of these challenges will bring about fear. We may fear the loss of something. We may fear the lack of knowing how to do something. Um, we may fear being around a certain person. We may fear a certain element or environment. There are a lot of things that we fear. And in business, oftentimes we can fear um, the coming of the success. Oftentimes we can fear the road or the path to the success. Oftentimes we can fear what too much, what we, what, uh, what other people think about us, and we build up that fear within ourselves. Uh, and so we can have that fear. I have had other businesswomen to share with me that they have been on uh, Facebook, scrolling through Facebook, and then all of a sudden they see somebody's book or they see somebody's video you know, um, centered around a similar topic that they had always wanted to do, and they they just it just halted them and stopped them from even writing their idea out. It stopped them because they they said to themselves, "Well, this this looks really good. I don't know if I could ever really have uh, a cover that looks that good." Or they've already got the title, dog, you know. And so we've got to stop doing that. We've got to stop doing that. And so I want to share with you five ways to overcome fear and also share, you know, as I go through this, I'm going to be transparent in sharing some of the things that I have experienced. So setting goals is a, a fundamental aspect of achieving success in any endeavor, anything you want to get done, goal setting definitely is because it's that foundation that helps set the path of manifesting whatever you want, right? And this holds true, yes, even for small business. However, many small business women often struggle with fear and uncertainty when it comes to setting and pursuing their goals. I think I mentioned last week that uh, a few weeks back I had called over 40 women and that it was about 37 women that said they were being honest, and I appreciated that. No, I I didn't set my goals not only for this month, but not last month and the month before. You know, I, I, I'm not setting my goals, right? Another person recently told me that not only had they not set their goals, but they read somewhere that all of that was not necessary. All of that wasn't necessary. So they didn't set goals. They just they just taking action. And then when I said, okay, this is interesting, so what are you taking action on? And they couldn't answer that question. They, they, they were like, I'm just taking action. I'm just, I'm just taking action. I said, well, let me ask you a question. 
are you getting things done? They said, well, I, I'm getting some things done, and that feels good. I said, well, let me ask you this. Are you getting the right things done? Are you seeing results in your business? Are you are you actually generating an income? You're seeing some things happen. And she says, oh, I've been taking action on other stuff. I haven't got to the business part yet. And so, again, that's what I'm talking about right there, you know, is when you don't have things written down, when you aren't clear of what the important things are, then failure and the fear of it are surely to come right around the corner, okay? And there are a lot of businesswomen struggling with fear and uncertainty when it comes to pursuing their business goals. The fear of failure, the unknown, and even the fear of success, they all can be very paralyzing if you allow them. But there are ways in which things can be done, improvements can be made, commitments can be made, and, and we're going to explore five effective ways to overcome the fear of goal setting and set you on a path to success. Now, goal setting in and of itself, if you have that fear, false evidence appearing real, the first thing you have to do is you have to tackle those, okay? You have to, um, you have to tackle and ask yourself, why do I have something, uh, false evidence that's appearing real? So let me first ask myself, what am I basing this feeling that I have? What am I basing it off of? Okay, because if I'm comparing it to someone, I need to stop comparing myself to whatever someone else has or is doing, right? Um, if it's because of a childhood experience, I need to I need to go back and I need to embrace that experience and look at it and then look at what was wrong, what I believed as a child that's not true as an adult today, and I need to address that, right? I need to ask myself. I need to face the fear head on. So those are some of the, the first things you should do is in evaluating yourself is asking yourself the question, hey, I've been on this, I've, I've set this goal too long, or I've been trying to do the same thing for a year now. Why is am I procrastinating or why am I uh, so slow in this one thing when I used to be able to do uh, five or six things and get it done in a very short period of time? So what is that? I've got to evaluate what it is, okay? And don't don't discount something medical, okay? Don't discount that either. Evaluate yourself. Ask yourself those questions. Um, and then the important thing is also, sis, is to go ahead and schedule a power talk, right, with me. Schedule that power talk with Queen Trina, that's me, so that we can brainstorm and look at better ways to set your goals and tasks to support them so you can start taking some action. Now, here are some things that you can do to really overcome that fear as well. Number one is start small and be very specific, okay, because sometimes the goals that you are setting don't have anything that, to do with what needs to be happening in the business right now. So for the purpose of this, we're specifically talking about business goals, right? And when you're setting your business goals, you really have to look at what you're wanting to happen um, for the month and then also for the quarter. 
usually you would have set quarterly goals, so you are then prioritizing and dividing those nine goals up. Remember, three goals per month. You're dividing those nine goals up into months and prioritizing it, and then each month you, you're you focusing on accomplishing three of those goals that you may have set for the quarter. However, if you didn't set quarterly goals, okay, if you didn't set quarterly goals, then you have to ask yourself, well, what is it that I would like to see? and see happening this month, which is so very important. So you want to keep it small and specific. You want to bring yourself back, uh, back down to this next 30 days, okay? And this is why one of the pr primary reasons people fear goal setting um, is because it's overwhelming. An uh, overwhelming feeling comes over them, and they, they start to set ambiguous and vague and unrealistic goals, right? Um, and this is why it's so important for you, in order for you to overcome the fear of not doing something or, or, or overcoming even the procrastination, because fear causes that procrastination, that, sets, that sitting still, that, that doing nothing. If you're, not, if you're in that that place, because some of you might be saying, well, I haven't started working on my goal, but I don't have a fear, so this is not pertaining to me. Stop fooling yourself. Listen to what I'm trying to share, okay? Because it does indeed have something relevant to do. Anytime anyone is not accomplishing their goals, this is going to be helpful, okay? So again, to overcome the fear of setting the goals, you definitely need to start small and be specific. So break down larger objectives or goals into manageable tasks. So that's why when you set a goal, you're going to actually then, the next step is to list the to-do items that are going to support that goal being accomplished. That's what's so very important. And then after you list those to-do goals, you got to go back through them to see if there's any goal that you are going to have a challenge with. There, uh, it will present a challenge for some particular reason, right? And then you need to also go through them to determine, am I delegating uh, who, which, which of these tasks am I delegating and which am I going to keep to do myself? And then set Timelines or deadlines, these are your milestones. Set your deadlines for every task that has to be completed. Very important. And for those tasks that you're going to be delegating, you have to set up a description and you have to hold that person who you, who you are delegating to, you have to hold them accountable. So as you start small and be very, very specific, Okay, this will allow you to build confidence gradually, and you'll be able to track your progress a lot easier. Okay, specific goals provide that clear direction. They make it less daunting for you to take that first step towards, you know, maybe a larger, a larger goal. So here's an example. I would not set a goal to generate a million dollars if I have not generated already a few hundred thousand dollars. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? The reason why is because if I haven't generated a hundred thousand dollars or two hundred or three hundred or five hundred thousand dollars, then I might be setting myself up because that million dollar goal is too far off, right? If I'm in business, I need to be looking at 
where am I at this month? If I've never generated a million dollars a month, then I would not set to generate a million dollars this month. I'm going to set to generate, you know, um, a five-figure income. If I've never even gener- generated a high five-figure, I might say I want to generate five to $10,000 for this month, right? I want to start it smaller. And then after I, after I start it smaller and say, okay, um, I want to generate five to $10,000, let me, let me pinpoint it even more. I want to generate $5,000 this month. And, and to generate that, I want it to be net profit. I want to generate net $5,000, okay? So now what I need to do uh, is to, to create a list of tasks to do items that are going to get me to that $5,000. What is that going to be? Well, the first thing might be a um, cash flow analysis that's going to allow me to know how many clients I need based on a price point that it's going to take for me to get to that $5,000. So again, I'm looking at that, or I need to come up with a product. I need to come up with a figure out a product and a product title, right? So you have to work your way through what's going to, what task or to-do items are going to support, for example, me generating that $5,000 again. So you can't make it a daunting thing. You can't set yourself up. Even though you're supposed to stretch yourself some with goals, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to tear it up and go from zero to a million dollars uh, as a goal for a 30-day period or for, you know, and I've had people to say, well, if I believe in myself and I can manifest and I can da 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 I say, okay, let's back this up. Let's back it up. I don't want to spoil anybody's dreams and goals, and uh, I don't want to spoil anybody's belief that they can't bring in a million dollars. But what I am saying is that you to overcome a fear because you are not taking the right actions to to set your goals and then set tasks to support them. Start small and be very specific, okay? That's very key. So that was one example. Instead of saying you want to generate a million for the month or 100,000 for the month, start at where you are. You know, what haven't, what's, the, what's the nearest amount of money you have not brought in even yet? You know, so you say, well, I haven't even brought in a f- low five figures yet. So, you know, let me go ahead and start right now with 5,000. I'll work my, my goal is to work my way up to 10,000 the next time. And so I will then be in a five figure. So again, start with smart goals. Start with small goals, okay? Another example of a goal would be, for example, um, instead of saying, I'm going to design and complete my website, ooh, that's a big goal, okay? That's a big goal, but instead of doing that, you're going to be smaller and specific, okay? So maybe the overall goal is to create a content outline for my website, and then under the content outline, you're going to list tasks to complete that outline. Do you see how that kind of relieves your mind when, when you're not trying to do the whole website all at once? It's like, okay, I don't even know how I'm going to get that done. So, yes, sometimes you do have to break that down, okay? So that's very key. So number two, 
in overcoming the fear of goal setting is embrace failure as a learning opportunity. And perhaps you have heard this before, but I learned my lesson on this. This is so true. Fear of failure is, is it's a common hurdle in goal setting. And so it's essential to recognize that failure is not the end of the road, but rather it's a valuable learning opportunity. Listen, in the world of small business, setbacks are always going to be there. It's inevitable for it to happen. But instead of fearing them, what you do is you look at, you, you really get yourself in the quiet place, look at where you are and how it's making you feel, and you use the fear of failing as stepping stone towards improving it, right? If, if, I fear, if I fear this happening, then what can I do to make it not happen? So you have to analyze what might go wrong, analyze what did go wrong, right? Uh, and adjust your strategy and keep moving forward because by reframing your failures, as a chance to grow, you can literally reduce the fear associated with them. You should embrace it, you know. Just know that fear always likes to creep up when something is not completed, when something is not done. But if you embrace that failure or that fear as a learning opportunity, and, and that will help you all together. Because some people won't move forward because they're fear, they have that fear of failure. But if you say to yourself, whether I fail or not fail, I'm going to do this because it is my purpose to do it. I'm going to make it happen. And whatever the outcome, if it's successful, I'm, I'm going to be excited and do more of that. If, if it's not successful, if, it, if, if, it, if the project failed or the task, I failed to go through with it, then all I'm going to do is look at it and say, what, I, what did I not do to make that happen or what needs to improve or what needs to change in order for it to happen? How can I learn from this and how can I create a blueprint so that this doesn't happen again? So know that either one or the other way, you're going to be taking action and moving in the right direction, okay? Number three is create a supportive network around you. And this is so very important. You know, goal setting seems simple enough, but it's not always the most simple of things to do. So you don't have to navigate the journey of goal setting by yourself. That's why at Women About Biz, why we started the open office hours. And we're having it again tonight at 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. You can come online with us. Work on your goals, work on getting some things done. So, again, we invite you to do that, okay? Building a supportive network of mentors, advisors, fellow entrepreneurs, and friends, it can really be a game changer as long as they are moving forward and not moving backwards, right? Because you don't have time to be around negativity. You don't have time to be around individuals that put up excuses all of the time. You don't have time for that. So share your goals only with those individuals uh, that are also moving forward, okay? Very important. And then last but not least, um, or I should say number four, is develop a clear plan, right? Goal setting is a system, and that is why at Women About Biz, we set a system. So we've developed a system for you. All you have to do is be willing to try it just, because it works. So fear often arises out of uncertainty. 
And to overcome this, develop a clear and detailed plan for achieving your goals. So a well-thought-out plan can provide a roadmap for you. It can make your path forward less intimidating, right? So break your goals into actionable steps, set deadlines, allocate resources accordingly, okay? And if you remember, in the Brown Club, we actually have the goals planner for October already laid out for you, a good system for you to follow if you don't have one already. Now, last but not least, is number five. And number five is to visualize your success. You know, visualization is a powerful tool to overcome fear and boost motivation. Take that time each day to visualize your success and the achievement of your business goals. I know in our goal planner, we have a a vision board sheet for you to create a collage of what your goals, of of pictures of what your goals represent um, so that you can constantly go back and look at those. So that's all a part of our goal setting uh, system, okay? I want you to imagine the positive impact it will have on your life and your business. When you visualize and picture yourself accomplishing your goals, right, making those things happen. I want you to do that every single day because this mental exercise can help you stay focused and committed and help you to, uh, to really eliminate that fear of goal setting and, and accomplishing your goals, and it will gradually diminish, okay? The one thing I can tell you about the fear is when you visualize success, it causes you to want to take action, and when you take action, that totally is the antidote to fear and overcoming it, okay? And I am certainly willing to get on um, a one-on-one quickly with you and go over your goals outline so that you can make sure you're you're headed towards the right direction. You know, I'll give you that feedback and even some suggestions on things you should have that you may not have in supporting a particular goal that you are trying to accomplish. Listen up, queens. Setting and pursuing your goals is a critical aspect of small business success. While fear and uncertainty can be natural responses, they should not deter you from your your purpose, your ambitions. By starting small, embracing failure as a learning opportunity and building that support network and then developing that plan, um, and then on top of all of that, visualize it, you can indeed overcome the fear of goal setting and set your small business on a path to achievement. So remember that fear is a natural part of the journey, but it should not stand in your way of your dreams and your aspirations. So with that said, I challenge you to work on your goals. I challenge you to realize that fear is all a part of the process, but you must get yourself to take action because that is the antidote to overcoming the fear of goal setting take the initial action. That's all I have for today. I trust that you have taken some good notes and enjoyed it. And I wish you so much productivity and production. And I look forward to seeing all of you who are participating in our goal setting program in our open office from seven to nine. So identify that task that you need to get done. And I look forward to talking with you all soon. Bye-bye.